The Permian Basin is an abundant oil and gas producing area. Already one of the world's leading oil producing regions, the area in West Texas and Southeastern New Mexico could nearly double crude oil production by the year 2023. But who are the leaders behind this economic powerhouse? And what is their story? This is Permian Perspective. I'm your host, Krista Escamilla. Today's show is sponsored by Baker Hughes, who recently launched a new and reimagined Baker Hughes brand. As an energy technology company, they strive to make energy safer, cleaner, and more efficient for the people in the planet. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Permian Perspective. I'm Krista Escamilla. It's such a pleasure to spend this time with you as always. And I am sitting here in Midland, Texas with Chelsea Ray Crossland, who is the account manager for ProFlow Measurement. Chelsea Ray, thanks so much Hi. for being with us. Yes, I'm excited. I'm so excited to jump into your story and for us to just chat like two girlfriends having coffee. So yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fun. But first, I want to thank everyone who has shared our podcast with friends, family, and colleagues. We have listeners all over the world and, of course, right here in the Permian Basin. And I really appreciate each and every one of you. Feel free to leave a review when you stop by, or you can also send me an email. We appreciate you. Thanks again, Chelsea, for being here today. Yeah, I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. Let's start at the beginning. How did you get in the oil and gas industry? A way I never wanted to. No, <laughs> I swore I would never do it. So owning a furniture store, I was like, I'm never going to be in the oil. I'm not going to do that. My dad has done it his whole life. My brother was in it, you know, and I was just like, oh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be in oil. So I sold Chelsea Rays and went on to own a rental company, and I just didn't love it. I wasn't in love with it, and right. you shouldn't do anything you're not in love with, right? Amen. And so Amen. I had an opportunity to sell, and I did, and I was like, what is next? What am I going to do? You know, right, right. I'm like 27. I need to get it together, you know? So my dad's like, well, I have a sales position open. I was like, Cool. Let's do I can it. Sell. Yeah. And then I got there and I was like, what am I doing? I don't know anything that's going on. I don't know what we're talking about. So I just kind of sat in meetings and kind of saw how my superiors were talking to people and what they were asking, what people were asking them. And it's all about how you treat your customer and customer service in the end. I mean, you can call and ask questions anytime you want, but that's what I needed to learn. And that just took all that fear away. So I ended up working for Crossfire for about two years and then came on to ProFlow and we're rocking and rolling, just doing the same thing. So I'm just kind of taking over what my dad did and it's nice. It's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And I and I know for those of you who are not here in the basin, her furniture store was incredible. Just oh, thank beautiful. You. And she's a very talented designer. You you really are. But you're a people person. Like when yeah. I see you, I'm like, oh, I just, I love your energy. You give off such a great energy. And that really translates into anything you do. And then you say that you didn't want to go into oil and gas, but you also grew up in it really yeah, with your dad. I did. So explain what that was like and how that experience is now helping you in, in your role today. Yeah. I just think that my dad, you know, he's never burned bridges. He's always like, do not burn a bridge, you know, and you work hard for your customers. And I took that into furniture. So everything he's taught me with by and showing me what he did with his company, I've taken it with all my companies, you know, right. and I just took it with me in the oil. And I just knew that you have to make a customer happy no matter what. And they're always right. <laughs> no right. matter customer what. Customer is always right. <laughs> they are always right, no matter if you don't want them to be, <laughs> you know. So I just 
took that with me and it's gotten me a long way. And it's a lot of my customers are my friends now, you know? And so I've just taken his life lessons and moved it on to my career. And I do miss my furniture store, but I feel like this is God's plan and this is where I'm supposed to be because I'm probably the happiest I've ever been career wise, you know? And so that's just when you know where you're supposed to be. And And it opens a lot of doors up for me and gives me some time to do my charities and nonprofit stuff. And that's what I really enjoy. And so I have both of them. I can do both of them. And that's what I want because, you know, you want both of them, but Mm -hmm. sometimes you can't do both. Right. Sometimes you have a job that's too constricting time-wise, right? And Mm -hmm. doesn't allow you to do your philanthropy. And then sometimes, well, the philanthropy doesn't pay you, so you also have to have a job. So you have to find that balance. And that's what it sounds like this has been able to do for you. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm so fulfilled right Mm -hmm. now because, I mean, I've, I've always said if I move out of town, I would love to get in events, corporate events, not so much weddings or parties, but corporate events like nonprofits and conventions and trade shows, stuff like that. And my job now gives me that opportunity to be involved in events, bigger events. And so I just get a little, it's like a happy medium, you know? love that. I think that's so important. You have to have balance in life. Tell us what ProFlow does. Okay. So we sell pot valves and fittings. So we sell to facilities production. We do midstream, all that good stuff. And then we do actuators, automated valves. So we manufacture those in-house. But the division I'm on is pipe valves and fittings. Fantastic. So, yeah. And we're then, like the grocery store to the office. So you need a pipe valve. You just walk in. You go down the aisle. Yeah. You say, that's the one. And there yeah, you go. Yeah, we deliver in 24 hours. And so we kind of will work. I mean, my boys have been working till 9 o'clock at night every day this week because we're slammed. And we just do what our customers need us to do. Right. I mean, that's how you keep your business out here in a boom and a bust. Right. And so when you treat your customers with respect. Well, and I think what you just said is probably magic to a lot of people's ears right now to say that you were slammed because mm-hmm. I think there has been a feeling of uncertainty lately, yeah. right? Watching if you watch the oil and gas prices that, you know, they're fluctuating, but it is still busy here yeah, in, I think in the Permian. That, I think that oil is always going to go up and down. It's election year, coronavirus. I mean, <laughs> we have all this stuff, but I think the media makes it a little bit worse than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure about drilling side and all of that, but on the production side, we're pretty busy. So, I mean, I know that a lot of people are laying down some rigs this year because of the oil prices, but as of now, we're busy and I'm very grateful and appreciative of that, but absolutely, we are. I mean, it is what it is kind of thing, but right. I mean, that's how I've pushed really hard for, and I probably have the best group out here to work with. And they just know that it's important to keep your customers happy and treat them with respect and, you know, always have them first. And I hope that helps us when or if this goes into a bust, you know, so. Well, and I love that you are a team leader in in your company. And as a woman, you know, I love seeing women just take on those roles. And I know that, you know, say maybe 20, 30 years ago when your dad, you know, started Mm -hmm. his companies, there wasn't as many women in these roles. So how do you lead the teams? What is your key to success in that leadership role? I honestly think it's good chemistry with your people because you could have the best leadership skills and someone just doesn't want to learn, you know? And I just was so blessed. My guys came from Chelsea Rays and then they continued with my dad at Crossfire and us. And then 
they came over to ProFlow. So we've all been together for so long that we just kind of know how to jab together mm-hmm. and, you know, how we work in certain situations. So Brad has been with my dad for 25 years. He's like an uncle to me. And so he's the president of the company and, you know, we all fall under him, but it's his leadership. And then, you know, I help with the boys in the shop and it's just setting that precedence that you need to work hard and keep the customer happy. And they all understand that and they, you know, bust their butt for us. And I mean, I couldn't ask for anyone else. Right. And when you have that kind of longevity with your team, you mm-hmm. know each other's strengths and weaknesses yeah. and you can help what we call around here that we learned from an amazing business coach, Debbie Frapp. You, sometimes you have to hold the ladder yeah. for someone and you know when you've worked with someone that long, you know who needs their ladder help. Yeah. And then you know they'll know when you need yours help. Yeah. So it is, and I think even team. the new one, new people coming in, they see that camaraderie mm-hmm. and they want to join that and want to be a part of that. And you kind of just don't allow anything else. You keep right. what's going on, you know, you keep that attitude and don't let anyone else change it, you know? Right. And so that's important. whenever you just kind of set that tone and this is what it's going to be, I mean, they have no choice. Right. <laughs> or, you know, they're probably not going to be working there long. <laughs> that's right. But I mean, you have to set the tone of how you want yeah. it to be and don't ever, you know, steer from that, you know, just stay on that. Exactly. So let's talk a little bit about your philanthropy because I okay. know that is so important to you. Oh, it is. And you have a big event coming up uh-huh. and we're going to talk about that a little bit more. But first, I want to talk about how you got into philanthropy and why it's so important to you. It's important because I've been so blessed in my life and I feel like it is very important to give back to community. Mm-hmm. I think that you should give back nationally too, but I think that it should mostly be in your community. What can you do in your community? And that's always, I mean, through church and my parents and stuff like that, I've always just wanted to give back and I've fallen. And I think everybody else has their own opinion on what organizations they love and mm-hmm. whatnot, but mine have fallen in like the children with mm-hmm. the youth and American Cancer Society. And I got brought into American Cancer Society with decorating and because okay. I own Chelsea Rays and then I had a rental company. And so they asked me if I would donate my time. Well, then I just fell in love and now it's my fifth year and I'm chairing this year. And so I'm co-chairing with Adrian Noble. But I mean, I was driving down the road one day and I was like, how can we feed these kids? Mm-hmm. You know, because well, right now, probably about 500 kids go home on the weekends without any food. And that's that's heartbreaking. kindergarten through senior. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's so sad. I mean, I couldn't imagine going home and not having anything to eat. And so there's a ton of other organizations doing it, but I got locked into Rope Youth and I'm on their board now. And we started a program where we pack bags on Wednesdays and we feed them every Friday. So we give them a bag to take home every Friday. And, you know, we met a little boy and he said he has to make that work for the whole week. And it's just so sad. Mm -hmm. And, you know, junior highs are getting beat up for having the bags. So we're trying to really hone in on how we can get these bags to these kids without being embarrassed, bullied, beat up, whatever, you know, and that's our main goal. And also paying off the school debt, because if those kids have school debt, the lunch debt, right. then they get arts cut, field trips cut. And those are just things that you need 
you know, in your school other than just math, reading, you know. Absolutely. You need other things. You need art. And kids need to be kids. They Mm -hmm. don't need to be worried about whether their lunch account is caught up. And we've had a teacher reach out and say, you know, that helps us a lot because that's less supplies I have to buy. And so that cuts into their own money, their personal money. And so we're just trying to do better for our youth. And where we now started a youth coalition to kind of figure out like, kids getting in trouble, how we can help them, kids not eating. I mean, it's just like all aspects of youth right. coming together and figuring out how we can really fix it because it's important and they're our future. And I just don't think that any kids should go without eating. Right. And, you know, Rope Youth, we do a young gentlemen's club and they get a suit and tie Aww. and they learn how to iron and how to do resumes and how to just do things to become a gentleman, you know, a tie tie. And that. so you, and we just mentor them. And it's just sad the things that you see. I mean, some kids won't even go into the cafeteria because the lunch lady's like, you owe this, you know? Right. And, and it's I embarrassing. Just, yeah. And right. you shouldn't be shamed because no. it's not your fault. It's not. At all. I mean, whether it's the parents' fault or not, right. you know, it's still not their fault. Absolutely. And they go on to have being bullied or just have that fear, that anxiety. And that's not fair. No. You not. know, and so that means a lot to me because, I mean, I have four nephews and I love them to death. They're my world. And I couldn't imagine if they right. were in that situation, you know. Well, thank you for doing what you do in our community. Yeah, and I know you personally, so I know you're not just one of those that talks the talk. You walk the yeah. walk. <laughs> I know you were you were working hard. And usually I announce in our podcast at the very end after our interviews, I always announce a community MVP. But I'm gonna go ahead and announce today's because you're a part of it. And so yeah. I thought you I thought you could talk about it better than anybody. But we decided that this week's community MVP would be the American Cancer Society. Awesome. And and the volunteers who are working on Roundup 2020 under the Big Top. So we are. I thought you could go ahead and explain what the big event will entail. So uh, we just had our children's party, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Becky Young chaired that. And so we had it at the planetarium oh. and we had families show up. The kid either has cancer or survived from it. And we invite their whole family and Kane sponsored it. So we got some good Kane's food. <laughs> Yum. And then we had musicians. We had a selfie place. We had tie dye. We had painting and they just enjoyed a full day. And then they're making a bowl or a vase out of their hands. So we auction it off at our live auction. And those usually go for a high number because they're just awesome. And that goes to children research. But our roundup is on April 18th and it's under the big top. So it's circus theme. We usually do a Western theme. And this year we're like, let's get something exciting, you know, change it up a little. Yeah. So we're excited. And Matt News performing, which we're so happy about because we're keeping it in the community. And we think that's really important as well. Absolutely. And so Odessa and Midland come together to put this whole thing on. We have a huge committee this year. I'm very grateful and appreciative of them. They're awesome. So we're going to have pig racing. It's so fun and just a lot of carnival games so like wine toss we're gonna have a liquor toss for the guys shotguns and shells and then we have a chanel to be raffled off as well wow and then we do yellow roses so if you want to buy a yellow rose for someone that has cancer survived cancer or in memory of so we are very excited and kathy broughton 
and Jason, he's a little 18-month-old little boy, they're going to be in honor of, and they've survived cancer. And then David Farmer is going to be our in memory of. So we're excited. That is so exciting. I'm excited for, and the Chuck Wagon Gang's going to be our caterer, so their food's amazing. And this will take place April 18th at the Midland County Horseshoe. Horseshoe. Yes. And how can people get tickets or buy Um, tables or be a sponsor? Go online to American Cancer Society, or we have... Round up the Cattle Barons Ball on Facebook. Contact me. I mean, there's endless opportunities there, but yeah, you can contact me on Facebook or give me a call at 432-664-2024 and I can get you a sponsorship form. And we're still looking for underwriters. So, I mean, there's plenty opportunity to get involved. Fantastic. Well, thanks for sharing that. I know that that's important to you. And so I thought, what better community MVP for this week's show? Yeah. And you know, a lot of our stuff stays local Mm -hmm. and it goes to research. And so we really like to push that and let everybody know that your money's not going national, you know? I mean, there are research opportunities that we will put some of the money into, but a lot of it stays local and the Hope Lodge in Lubbock and you know, car rides to appointments and stuff right. like that. And that's needed here. Absolutely. And the wigs and all of that good stuff. So we are local as well. Fantastic. Chelsea, I know you've lived here your whole life. Right? Mm-hmm. What do you think makes the Permian Basin so great? I think it's gotten huge, you know. <laughs> it's a lot that, bigger than when you were young. Yeah, the small town feel, yeah. like the football, you know, everybody mm-hmm. knowing each other, everybody being involved in events and nonprofit stuff. I think that – and. I mean, with the shooting and stuff, every, mm-hmm. how everybody came together. Mm-hmm. That right there just shows you how good of a community we live in. I think that sometimes we forget it because all the traffic and all the craziness that the oil field has brought. But right. when it really comes down to serious events, we come together and we stay strong, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's what's great about Midland Odessa. Absolutely. What about a favorite book or podcast? Do you have a book that um, I love? Out? Melissa Radke. Okay, because she's just like my type of person, like the sarcasm and the wit. You know, uh-huh. I love her. So oh, awesome. probably her. Okay, I'm gonna have to listen to her. Yeah, yeah. She, I listen to her every morning. Her and her husband on Facebook, they do a live, and they're just hilarious. Okay, fantastic. What about a quote? Do you have a favorite quote that you live by? I don't know. I kind of like, in a sense, fake it till you make it, but <laughs> not so much fake it. You know, you just have to push through hard times and no matter what, just see your goal, see your dream and push through and don't let anybody bring you down. You know, yeah. that's one of my favorites. I say, don't let anyone steal your joy. Yeah. Anyone. I don't care. Yeah. Cause it's so easy yeah. to do. And you could, I mean, going on Facebook and just looking at people's pictures can bring you down. And it's just like, that's not real. Right. You know, you know what you're doing and you know what dream you have and mm-hmm. what goals and just keep moving forward. That's right. And if it's God's plan, it'll happen and everything happens for a reason. And I truly believe that. You were talking my words today. <laughs> that is how I, I believe 100%. No, I, you know, I hated things that didn't happen for mm-hmm. me. And I'm just like, this is God's plan and this is what's supposed to be. And I live by that. Yes. So if great opportunities don't open, I'm like, there's a great one coming. That's you know? right. That's right. What about the most important lesson you've learned in life? Kind of just to be true to yourself. Don't let other people make decisions for you in a sense. Don't let them in a sense bully you or make you change your decision because you don't think it's right. You know, right. just really stay true to yourself. Good one. What about your parents? I know they're a strong influence on you. Yeah. Have you learned anything from them that you think, oh, that was the best 
advice they ever gave me. (laughs) Honestly, it's like I said earlier, like don't burn bridges and just really, I'm like, stay true to yourself and be who you are because, you know, I've never seen my dad. He's not like, he has great friends, but he's never in like a clique and he's Mm -hmm. never done things that, you know, people want him to do. He does what he thinks is right. And for my mom as well. Right. And so I think that's what they've really just truly taught me. If whatever you feel you need to do, pray about it. Whatever comes to you, that's what you need to stick with and do. Don't let anybody influence you. Right. So I think that is probably one of the greatest lessons. And be close to your family. I think family is number one. And Mm -hmm. no one loves you more than your family. And I mean, I'm very close to mine. And so... I think that it's very important to be close to your family. So true. So yeah. true. For those of you who are not here from the base, and maybe you could explain who your parents are just so they'll know who and, okay, yeah. and what your, you know, your, your dad's company was. Okay. So my dad's Ronnie Crossland and my mom's Norma Crossland. And he owned production specialty for about 20, 25 years and grew up in Andrews. Oh, well, they grew up in McKamey. They're high school sweethearts. Aww. So yeah. They just celebrated their 36th anniversary. Yes. Yeah. So, and then I was born in Andrews and we, that's where my dad started his first store. He grew to 22 stores wow. after that. And that's incredible. Um, sold once, bought mm-hmm. it back, sold again. And yeah, it's been a ride, you right. know, but and then I have a brother and he has four boys, which is crazy town over oh, there. <laughs> and then my sister-in-law, Marcy, she owns MC Aesthetics. So yeah, we're all kind of here. Actually, my parents just moved to Bernie, but they're back and forth. They're, they're still here. Your whole family. You're all rock stars. Yeah. <laughs> all rock stars. That is awesome. Thanks for sharing. I just yeah. thought we should share that with yeah, yeah. those who maybe don't know, you know, that because we have listeners now all over the world, which is just fantastic. And yeah. that love to hear what's happening here in the Permian Basin. Sometimes us that live here, we forget that, you know, we are such a big energy provider yeah. and for the world. And so it's exciting to hear the stories of the people that have really built businesses. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, yeah. I mean, like I said, my dad sold out and then they started Edge Manufacturing and then Crossfire and then we yeah. sold out there too. So it's just, we've kind of tried to build up companies and then, you know, sell them. Yeah. What have you learned the most from the ups and downs of the oil and gas industry? I think, and that comes back to how you treat your customers. It's treat them like you're going to treat them in a bust Mm -hmm. because they realize that and they see that. And if you don't treat them good in a boom because other people are more important or giving you more money, Mm -hmm. then they're going to remember that in a bust. And I mean, you won't get their business. And that goes for contractors or, you know, anybody. You always should treat your customers with respect. And I think that that will get you business in the long run, bust or boom. Because, I mean, you really remember how you were treated and who had a little power trip, you know, (laughs) because that's big out here. Really? When when you get some power, (laughs) you think you can talk to people a certain way. And so I think that people remember that. Right. Absolutely. Good advice. Good. If you had a piece of advice to give to someone who is maybe, you know, on the similar journey as you are and is maybe trying to get into the oil and gas industry what advice would you give to them? I think that you should study the company that you're going in with. Mm-hmm. Really just sit on on meetings that you don't need to be in. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff that doesn't really pertain to you, but you can find out the ins and outs of your company. You need to know every little aspect, you know, because like mine, there's so many parts. So I'm always Literally. learning. Because <laughs> yeah. you're selling parts. Yeah. <laughs> so, so many parts. Yes. yes. There's so many parts to it. And I'm constantly learning. Yeah. And I, I mean, even Brad, he's constantly learning. And he's been in it for 25 years, you know. Right. 
And so just learn and study, 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 and then get to know your customers. And if their daughter has a birthday, wish them a happy birthday. Or if it's their birthday or, you know, right. they're having family stuff. Hey, just thinking about you. And you just like you have a personal relationship with them to an extent, you know. But right. take them some bunt cakes or something, you know, <laughs> some sweets. Nothing bunt cakes yeah. are amazing. Think Great about gift. them on the holidays, right. you know, and just really get to know them and, and make them feel like they're important to you. And that's what's important. Right. Good advice. Yeah. What are you looking forward to the most right now? I'm looking forward to ACS <laughs> for that roundup, but yes. I'm looking forward for, we're growing right now with ProFlow and I'm so excited and I'm trying to slowly do it, but I'm really excited to see where we're going to go and what we can do out here and also what we can do with the food program with Rope Youth. Yes. I think that Youth Coalition is going to do wonders and I'm excited to be involved in that and see where we can go with the youth. So fantastic. How can people get a hold of you or your company on social media and online? Okay. So ProFlow is on Facebook and LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, like I said, you can call me at 432-664-2024 and just, I mean, I'll pick it up any time of the day. <laughs> Love that. And then my email address is C Crossland. So C C R O S S L A N D at ProFlow. P-R-O-F-L-O measurement.com. Fantastic. And one more question. When you were coming into today, was there anything that maybe we haven't talked about yet that you're like, oh, I hope that her listeners get to know about me or the, my companies? Or no, I think that it was really, I wanted to talk about ProFlow and and then like American Cancer Society and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, we got it all We right. got it. Awesome. Well, that was fun, Chelsea Yeah, Ray. I'm excited. We, we were just visiting. If you're just joining us, and hopefully you've been listening the whole time, but yeah. uh, if you are just joining us, just wanted to remind you we were visiting with Chelsea Ray Crossland, account manager for ProFlow Measurement, but she is also so philanthropic in our community and born and raised West Texas. Yeah. And it's just been a, such a joy and pleasure to hear your story. So thank you for sharing yeah, with thanks us for today. having me. I really appreciate you. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. That's right. We already announced our community MVP. So once again, the American Cancer Society was today's community MVP. And of course, a very special thank you to Baker Hughes for sponsoring Permian Perspective. We really appreciate Baker Hughes and their support. And of course, we thank all of you for listening and sharing this time with us. So that concludes this episode of Permian Perspective, the story behind the oil and gas leaders in the Permian Basin. Remember my mottos, dream big, believe in yourself, and never give up. You make it a great day. Hey, everybody. Alex here with the events on deck for the next month. We have some exciting things coming up, two happy hours, one in Pittsburgh and one in Denver. So the first one will be happening on March 22nd at Bubba's Gourmet Burgers and Beer. This event will be from 4 to 7 and will feature a live recording of Oil & Gas This Week with Jake Corley and Mark LaCour. So be sure to check that out. You can sign up via our social medias. We have an Eventbrite sign up and should be good to go from there. The next event will be a happy hour in Denver at Liberty Oil Field Services on April 2nd. Once again, check our social medias for the Eventbrite sign up and sign up there. As some of our social media followers may know, we are headed to Aberdeen, Scotland the first week of March. 
in a couple days actually, for DokuruCon, creating high impact sales and energy. Dokuru is excited to launch its very first sales development conference and OGGN's Mark and Patrick will be hosting a panel and recording a live podcast. So we're really excited to be joining that. The Leaders in Industry Luncheon is on March 11th at the Petroleum Club of Houston. Port of the Future is happening on March 10th and 11th in Houston. Your registration to the Port of the Future conference also allows you access to exclusive events, including TSA Security and Terrorism, Research Showcase, and many more. So be sure to view the agenda and see what they are offering. The Houston Energy Breakfast will be on March 20th at the Norris Conference Center in Houston. The API Energy Houston 3-Gun Chapter will be on March 20th. This event is filling up very quickly, so make sure to get a team in as soon as possible. The BP Energy Outlook 2020 edition will be on April 21st. It's happening online. And this event is about transitions that will take place to a low carbon energy system. That's all for this month, everybody. Hope you guys have a good month and check back in next month to see what events we're having. Thanks. Tune in next week for another episode of Permian Perspective, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at www.oggn.com.